What's cooking good lookins? I'm Sandra Gerges, your empowerment coach, and we are back on Mind the Matter. Welcome back, my friends, to the third episode of my mini-series, All About Habit. First week, we talked about holistic habits and a benefit of holistic habits and why we should think as of habits holistically rather than this tunnel vision on this one thing. Last week, we talked about how to form and set good habits. And this week, we're talking about how to let go of habits that no longer serve us. Um, if you notice, I did not start out this episode by defining habits because I don't believe in such thing as bad habits, so I'm not going to define that, and I feel like I've already nailed the definition of habits in your head. But in case you forgot, let's cover it one more time. It is repeatedly acting or doing an act consistently enough that it becomes a natural. It becomes like your second nature to do it. You've optimized and minimized the amount of energy and effort it takes to do this one thing. Habits, repetition, sustainability, something that you no longer think about. It used to be a goal and you did it long enough for it to become a habit. Now, this week we're going to talk about, I think the hardest part of the category of habits, which is letting go of habits that no longer serve us. Typically, a lot of people use this category and title it as breaking your habits or letting go or getting rid of your bad habits. But I don't believe there's such thing as bad habits. And, and here's why. We as humans are very adaptive in natures. We are like Darwinism, right? Survival of the fittest. If it didn't serve you, it wouldn't become part of your life. So whatever habit you're trying to let go of now you need to acknowledge that at one point or another, it served you. At one point or another, it you benefited from that habit. So if your habit is to wake up at 1 p.m. every single day, and as soon as you wake up, you're going straight to lunch, you're skipping breakfast, you're waking up late, and that, that's become a habit, and you adapted that habit because you used to work the overnight shift at Denny's, that habit served you. That habit was beneficial of that time. It would make no sense for you to have set a goal or made a habit of waking up at 10 a.m. when you are going to be up until 5 a.m. every single morning. You're just depriving your body of the energy and the rest it needs. So habits are not bad or good innately, but rather they are things that we've adapted that served us at one point or another. So I'm not going to use the term breaking a habit, but rather letting go. First thing, like I said, it's not broken. <laughs> You're not trying to break this habit. And so we're going to really take away the focus from this idea that this habit is bad or that we're trying to break this habit. Because the way your brain works is if you focus on something, you're not going to be able to let go of it. That's why you can't get over your freaking ex, right? You keep stalking them. I know you do. And that's why your brain can't forget it. That's why you can't move on. Because the way our brains are set up is whatever we draw attention to, it's going to keep thinking about it. That's where the term out of sight, out of mind came from. The less you think about something, the less you're likely to actually do it. So 
Stop trying to think about breaking or letting go of this habit that no longer serves you. Stop paying it so much attention because the more attention you pay to it, the harder it is to let go of it. Now, the second part of letting go of habits is replacement. If you're at all familiar with any form of like addiction therapies, they all focus on replacement behaviors. Habits are behaviors that we've repeated and now they've become part of our daily lives. You can't just rip that part out. You can't just revoke that part and pretend everything is fine and move on. The best thing to do here, which also helps with you not paying so much attention to this habit that you're trying to let go of, is to replace it. So AA meetings talk about this, any form of addiction, whatever it is you're addicted to, you learn to replace it with a different act. And that's exactly how I think habits should be. If, for example, you are trying to break the habit of eating unhealthy food while you are stressed, right? So plan for times that you know you're going to get stressed out. You know you have an exam coming up. You know you have a big presentation. You know you have a job interview coming up that's really big. You know that these situations are coming And you know that you're going to be under stress, but you're aware that one of your habits is that you overconsume and overindulge in unhealthy food during those times. And that is something you want to let go of. You want to replace. So prep yourself by having healthy snacks around. So don't completely remove the idea of eating because eating brings comfort to a lot of people, myself included. Don't revoke the idea of enjoying a nice sweet thing because that's what calms your emotions and that's what releases all your happy hormones but rather instead of getting that one ice cream that has like 350 calories per serving you get this healthier option or rather than getting the gallon and chugging it all down like I do whenever I have a bad day get the pine instead so that you put yourself at a cap and you're replacing that old behavior that you're trying to let go of. You're replacing this habit. That's why it's so important to get in tune with yourself to understand where these habits are being initiated from. So first thing was don't focus on it. Second thing, replace it. Last thing is accountability. Whether we like it or not, and no matter how much we try to deny it and we try to pretend that it's not true for us, how people view us does impact us. When you see that person scroll through your social media and you see their name pop up or when your ex is walking in the same room and you want to kind of like, you know, that revenge look, that revenge body, we are fueled by others' perceptions and how other people see us, whether we like to think about it or not, whether we like to accept it or not. But the good thing here is you can actually use that to your advantage. There are two ways you can utilize accountability to let go of a habit that no longer serves you. One, call up on a person you trust that doesn't mind being annoyed 24-7. Call up on that person and say, hey, listen, look, I'm trying to really install this new thing or change out this habit. And so instead of going home every day and watching Netflix for an hour, I want to go home every day and work out while I'm watching Netflix for for an hour. So any day that I don't feel like working out, can I call you 
Can I hit you up? Can I shoot you a text? And can you remind me that this is what I want? Can you hold me accountable? Can you check in with me and make sure I'm doing it? We need people to survive. You would be more than happy to do it for a friend of yours. Trust me, if they are a true friend, they are going to be more than happy to help you. And knowing that someone else is waiting and expecting those results from you, it's just so much more likely to aid you in replacing that habit or in letting go of that negative habit that no longer serves you. Second type of accountability is revenge. Let's be honest, I'm petty. I'm guilty as charged. I know I talk all about positivity, but let's, I'm petty. I'm petty. So sometimes I literally use other people's judgment as my accountability. Other people looking at me and saying she's going to fail. Other people looking at me and saying she's going to drop out or she's going to do this. And I use that. That is my accountability. That is my motivation. My motivation is to come back, put it in their face and be like, thank you. Thank you for helping push me when I had no other reason to go except for proving you wrong. So accountability, you can do it in any way in so many different shapes and forms. And even if you don't have someone close to you, those around you that judge you, that hate you, that want to see you fail, you can use that as your accountability to let go of habits that no longer serve you, to replace those habits that have used to be helpful for you, but no longer benefit you. They also are there for you as accountability for helping Build the habits that you want to build for helping you build that lifestyle that you want to build that everyone's staring at you right now, sitting on their bum and laughing and thinking that there's no way possible you can do it. So I'm here to tell you that you can let go of those habits. Don't think about them. Think about the new habits that you're trying to establish. Think about this lifestyle. Let your focus, let all of your energy go towards adapting the new and not getting rid of the old. And naturally, the old is going to dissolve on its own. Whatever you pay attention to, whatever your mind focuses on, this is where mindfulness comes in also, but whatever your mind focuses on, that's what your mind will adapt. That's the mindset that your mind will take. And that's what your mind and body and emotions and energy will be going towards. So I hope you guys found this series helpful. The last episode was super short just to kick it all off, tie it all together, put in a little nice bow on top. If you found this helpful, please share with all of your friends, share with your parents, share it with your mama. Um, shout me out on Instagram at Peace of Empower Mind if you post it on there. And please make sure you leave me a rating on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Podcasts or whatever other platform you are listening from. Your help in growing this podcast is super duper duper appreciated. So until next week, stay empowered. Stay empowered.